Blog Talk Radio. frontierbeyondfear.com and I will get these most recent episodes from this week onto that site but that is the homepage for this radio broadcast and just as we start this show I'd like to tell you just a little bit about me because I haven't been on the air a lot recently Um, this show has over 400 episodes However, I want to invite you to open your minds and your hearts as to what this show really has to say. Because like all of us in this world right now, and this is a worldwide audience, which I am so very thankful for. We only, this show is originating from the United States. However, about 50% of our listeners are outside of the United States, and I very much welcome that international audience. And what I'm hoping that what you will gather from this show, if you are located in an international location, is that there are voices in the United States for balance and for peace, which is the subject of this program tonight. I have to say the reason why I'm enthused that I'm back on the air after just a couple of days is because I am feeling the energy and the impetus of why this message is important in this time. We find ourselves in many parts of the world in a very challenging age. And truthfully, this isn't particularly new. What this program tonight is about is choosing, because it is very much a choice to believe in peace. That's simple. It really is. Simple on one level, not so simple to implement on another. But I will tell you 
peace resides in your heart. I've had an interesting day. I've been kind of all over the map today thinking about things that are going on. And as you begin to learn more about me, and I was going to tell you a little bit more about me, you will find that I'm not so easily categorized. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if many of you listening are not so easily categorized either. Is that really a desirable trait? to be placed in a box, to be assigned a category, to say, oh, this person is a liberal. Oh, this person is a conservative. And from that, we can just predict everything about that person. And you know, the interesting thing is if you are a thinking and even more importantly, a feeling person, if you come from a place of conscience, and a very deep reflection, and of not being so easily swayed by the powers that be, by not being so easily swayed by the messaging, whatever it may be, you come to this place where we can meet on the bridge. And that's what this show is about. About me, just a moment I will take here. Some years ago, I wrote a lot about this as a bridge builder. That was what I called myself. In those days, it was so much easier to just talk as someone that was you and yet not under your name. And that's what we were doing in those days. And this was about in 2006 to 2008 on the Oprah Forum, and it went a bit beyond that, but the most active years were around that time. And during that time, many of us, including me, would get our writing, our reflections that weren't always just, you know, kind of fitting a pattern. You know, you'll say, oh, well, that was on Oprah. Well, it must have been a certain way. No, actually not, not necessarily. Now, I was kind of the resident New Ager, but I really didn't fit that category completely. And what does that really mean anyway to be a New Ager? It's to believe at the most fundamental level in higher things, to believe in the divine, to know of that experience of the divine. I know some of you listening to me tonight or in the future you are agnostics or atheists, and I understand that. It's really hard sometimes to make a decision as to just what version of God or the divine you choose to believe in. And a lot of atheism and agnosticism is really about how to divine, how to define, yes, how to divine, true, how to define the divine. And many of us are atheists or agnostics with regards to certain types of God, even outright atheists. And many of us have felt the call of unconditional love. And that really is what's very important in considering peace. 
I was, for a time, actually a Quaker. I went to a Quaker church, and it was a non-programmed Quaker church where we would sit, not quite in silence, but you would sit there in silence for quite a while, and then people would speak as they were so inspired to speak. There are many types of friends churches right now. This was a more traditional type of format. And yes, I would tend to say it let it it tended to lean uh, it was at least moderate. I wouldn't say it was conservative. There are conservative friends churches today. So that's one part of my background. It's just one part and I used to help the war is not the answer campaign. Well, you know what? That's really important right now. But that show, or this show, is not about that. This is not about any agenda or any organization. It's about that fundamental call to peace. We had some things in the news today, and it's kind of coincidental that I was reflecting upon some of these topics without even knowing, really, what's been in the news today. And, of course, I've known some of the general things in the news today. And we've got things going on in the world that are really challenging to get a handle on. You know, our world today, it's a tragedy at times. It is. And it's very difficult. It's not straightforward to determine how to act because sometimes dabbling in something, speaking here from the United States, not claiming I raise my hand to be a particular political expert. I am not. I just have a feel for peace. And the thing that happened today that I didn't really know about is something involving Tulsi Gabbard, who is a candidate today and she got into a conflict and I'm not going to get all into this this is not what I choose to get into right now however however we need to honor those people who choose to speak for peace as a person who yes at one time even formally felt that I was a Quaker I feel that path has to be honored. It's an important path. It has a history. Sometimes people can debate whether it went wrong or it went right. But the thing is, is the peace state of the heart and of the mind is a spiritual state. The peace state of the heart sometimes leads us to do things that seem illogical, but they're important. I've spoken privately, um, I was writing about this one day, about how right after 9-11 in the United States, I, I don't know when I heard it, but a security expert at some point said the best thing we could have done was nothing, nothing. I mean, maybe, I don't know what he meant by nothing exactly, but maybe I would tend to think we could have done something, but maybe not quite so much. Because when you start pushing, things push back. 
And that's a problem. And it's a very challenging problem. I am not coming on here knowing the answer. The answer that I know is that the divine that I have come to know and believe in is about unconditional love. Some of you, and I came from this background, you have come to believe in what might be called the end times. I have to tell you that lately I've been hearing a lot, a lot of dire, dire predictions for the world. And I cannot embrace these. Why can't I embrace them? Because I believe in infinite, miraculous possibility. That's what my spirituality is about. And I hope that I can inspire you to consider it. I think I said in the last program, and years ago, I said it on the Oprah Forum, and others have said it too, that love wins. It doesn't always seem like love wins. But love wins. Why does love win? Because Many of us have had an experience of the divine. It's not just something we believe in. When you have this experience, things happen. Things happen that are absolutely impossible, truthfully. And if you are looking for it, if you are open to it, If you are an atheist or an agnostic, I invite you to open yourself up to what might be. You don't even have to believe in it to begin to see it. When you start to explore this notion of love versus fear, in the last episode I talked about that, love versus fear. This has been spoken about by other people. And yet the interesting thing, it was in a spiritual experience that I had many, many years ago where that came up. And I didn't understand it. Just like many of you, I would have thought the opposite of love is hate. And I'm sure hate is one of the potential opposites, but the one that particularly came up for me and has come up for other people, and I found that to be coincidental later um, in a rather divine way. And that alone, of course, isn't enough to prove anything. I'm not trying to prove anything to you. If you are an atheist or an agnostic and you're listening, the only thing that will ever prove anything to you is your own observation and experience. But it takes courage to open up to what is possible. It takes courage to say, okay, show me. Just that simple. I lived very close to the Missouri border for a while. In fact, I used to cross it quite often many years ago. And you know what? That business of show me, it really can work. So if you're ready to be shown some things, ask. What do you have to lose? If you really want to know, ask. That's what I would suggest. 
But back to peace. I have to tell you that when I listen to the news of the day, I always come back to peace. What is influencing us to stray from this notion of peace? Oh, you're misguided, some people will say. You're unrealistic. Look at World War II. Look at the people who thought that there could be peace. And look what happened. What if we had listened? All I can tell you is you have to follow your heart. And if we continue down this road, nothing will ever be resolved for centuries. That's basically what we're dealing with now. Nothing is ever resolved. We think it's resolved, and then it's not. Why is that? We are not believing in true peace. We need to be spending as much time on peace as we do on other things. We need to be literally focusing on how we can find the methods that will establish peace. Some of us have a spiritual anchor to work with here that will help us. We have to be thinking. You know, there's been so much said in recent years about the future of the planet. And it's said in many ways. Wow. I'm just looking at the Blog Talk Radio front page. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, whatever is making this happen. But we are number three amid a quite a variety of shows on the front page right now. I'll take a picture of it. And put it, again, there's a link to the Facebook page. I'd really like to grow that page now. I think there are others of you that are on this page. And I have a Twitter page, too. And it's based on my old Oprah um, identity, I guess we'll call it, Bridge Builder. Um, and I'll I'll post that later so you can find it. Or you can search for my name. But thank you. I just had to put out that gratitude. Because this is important. We have got to see beyond some of us have got to see beyond the things that haven't worked and yes there were some things in the news today and guess and yes Tulsi Gabbard said some things that reached me today although ironically I hadn't heard anything about that until later because I was already thinking about these things my last program was on humility and honesty That's really important. We need to get to the point of honesty because we're not going to progress unless we do. What that means is that sometimes whatever it is that we stand for, whatever group that we belong to, what if it's not perfect? Do you really believe that anything, anything can be perfect? And we've got some things to deal with in true humility so that we can move forward. Because not everything has been pure as the driven snow. No matter how much people would like to pretend that that is true. Our truth tellers are important right now. 
and we need to find the bridge. I hope that this program, if you are tuning in, is inspiring you because guess what? You're listening to a person of balance who has been a new ager, who has been all over the map politically, usually leaning liberal, and yet I'm listening. How about that? Isn't that something? I know there are some of you out there that don't believe we exist. We do. We do exist. We exist because we want to meet you on the bridge. I don't even know how to define myself anymore. All I know is I care about honesty, peace, and unconditional love. And I believe that within each one of our hearts, God exists. An omnipresent divine links every one of us together. No one is separate from that. Of course, I don't want to see children you know, dying or suffering anywhere in this on this planet. Why do we tend to think that there are a lot of people who think that's okay? You know what? I really don't think so. Do you, those of you in my more liberal audience, I know there are many of you, do you realize how many Christian charities there are, for example? In fact, someone in my life who is very conservative, reminded me of that. And, you know, many of these charities are bilingual, accepting. They are not judgmental. Um, And they're doing a lot of good. We have to start seeing the good in the hearts of people. Stop making blanket assumptions. Stop it. That isn't helping any of us. We have to come to that point of listening to one another and looking for those things that are good, that have worked, those things that are based in love and understanding, and also looking for the things that we have misunderstood. And every single one of us has to have the humility and the honesty to admit that there have been some really not-so-good things that have gone on. This show is about fear. And I would wager and would be happy to postulate that the reason why so many of these things have happened, you know, why? Why do people pretend? Why? Why do they have an agenda? Why? Why can't we come together? Why? It's because of fear. It's because they're afraid of what would happen. It's because they're afraid of the so-called consequences, whatever that might be. They're they're afraid. And the funny thing is, is by trying to manipulate things, they often will create exactly the thing they're afraid of. You're going to learn if you listen to me more often. And I really do hope that I'm able to keep this going. I seem inspired to be coming on. And, you know, Blog Talk Radio is only making me feel better by really supporting this message or whoever is listening at this time by highlighting it in the way that they are. You're going to find I really don't fit any definitions. And this was always true. It was a pretty big deal some years ago when we were speaking on the Oprah Forum. 
We really did get things on the front page of Oprah.com. Not everything on that front page necessarily was aligned in some way with however you might view Oprah because she opened up a spiritual forum so that we could actually talk. And we have dialogues from many perspectives. And we began to see other ways of viewing things. And that is very important right now. It's become important again. It has always been important. We're not going to solve this. I see this. I listen. If you're listening, you're conservative. I've heard a lot. I've heard it. And I know there's some very valid things that you're trying to raise. I know this is complicated. It's so hard. If you're on the other side, it's like, what are you saying? I'm saying we have to listen. We have to listen because we're going to find that the bridge, the bridge where we meet in peace is that bridge where we admit that, hey, not not all of this has been so great. And many of us know this. You know, I don't want to get too much into politics tonight. I, if you want to listen more about this particular topic, listen to last Wednesday's show. But we have to come to the place of honest assessment. Honest assessment. We really do. Together. Together. And that will lead us forward. We really do. I have been inspired by some of you. I get a little bit choked up when I even talk about it. The live show is almost over. I have been inspired by people in multiple parts of the spectrum. I have been inspired. I have been called to listen you because you have something to say and I don't really think you like being judged all the time because that's happening far too much how is that helpful my liberal friends listening and I'm not you know I'm standing on the bridge right now I lean in a very compassionate way my my way of viewing things is we need to be honest we need to come together And we need to really think about what's really going to work, at least, you know, starting with the United States and everywhere else, that we need to start talking to one another. That's where I'm at. I know in this rather shocking environment that we find ourselves in, some people are judging me for that. And you know what? I will stand up to your judgment. Because you're not choosing to listen. And it's not going to help us overall, together, to move forward until we start having an actual dialogue and start looking at what's actually happening without having that always be manipulated by somebody else who is telling us what we are supposed to believe. Love versus fear. It's important. 
Do you want to be ruled by fear? No matter where you are. Love is so much more powerful. I was taught that God is love. Many of you share that belief. More about me. I didn't know him, but the influence was felt. I am the granddaughter of an evangelical minister, someone who spoke on street corners, who really cared about things. There were miraculous healings around that church, things that no one could explain. My aunt got up from her hospital bed from polio. Miraculous. Miracles happen. And they don't belong to just one person or one way of being. Miracles exist on the bridge. So why can't we together begin to believe in them? Maybe you're an atheist. Well, then ask if you choose. If you don't choose, then believe in the best aspects of humanity coming forward. That is the key. So, the live show is about to end. I'm going to double check it here right now. See, ah, wow, still at number three. Thank you to those of you listening tonight. I hope I have fed your spirit and expect more shows. Follow us. If you're a blog talk radio listener, there's a following ability. I welcome you as a follower. We're now in the archive. I don't think that it belongs to a particular spiritual point of view to believe that we can feel the presence of one another across space and across time. I know there are those of you who are listening in the future and have been listening, and I want you to know that I feel your presence with me now, and I thank you for being here. One of my messages has has always been true, and as we go forward, because this is a new chapter of this program that has begun, is that we really aren't divided. And one of the things that doesn't divide us is we're not separated from space or, or we're not separated by space or time just because the divine, when you think of things in a multidimensional way, something else about me. I have a scientific background, but I had a spiritual awakening that was powerful. I laugh and think they must run in my family, but however you might choose to explain that, I had a spiritual awakening. I couldn't even have fathomed my talking to you in this way many years ago. I was a computer scientist. I had a math degree. I got a master's degree Working, um, my thesis was in an area that at that time wasn't really defined as AI, but nowadays would be. So I even have that. 
and I went to the school, one of the only women there, were birth, which was the birthplace of computer science. So I have that going as well. Spirituality and science are not separate. They're coming closer and closer together. And in fact, they're becoming, it's becoming even more important that we ethically and mindfully and heartfully move forward in the way that we use our technology. So you will find in my own work going forward, given that I do have a background that I worked hard to gain. And today is an important day for women. They had their first spacewalk today, only women. And yet, the interesting thing about that, I want to say from a female mathematician, I have a math degree, so I can say, even though I, I can't claim to remember it all from so many years ago, but I am a female scientist, and I know people who work in that domain. And I think that Ultimately, what we will find is that it becomes seamless for us, that it is a great, it is a wonderful thing that this happened today, and yet it shouldn't be so unusual. And at the same time, I'm a woman who made the choice to be home with a child, and that too, I think I'm going to do an entire show on that someday, is a very valuable choice. I was needed at home and I chose that and some fathers may choose it. Some grandparents may choose it. There is absolutely, we have to stop judging people who choose to be at home with a child. Not every child fits in well at daycare. They might have physical challenges. They can have other things going on and we need to stop assuming that everyone is the same. But again, that's another topic, but I am an unusual person. I hope you can feel that. I have walked many paths in my life, and I see the value of those paths, and I'm truthfully quite tired of hearing people judging those paths or making assumptions about those paths. We are not all the same. We come to different circumstances. I didn't expect to be what I would call a work-at-home mom. I was actually a rather pioneering telecommuter, and I became very involved as a volunteer. That was a very valuable thing that happened to me. I never would have expected it, and yet it happened. And I chose it. It's important to honor the choices that people make. It's important. And that has something to do with peace as well. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode with yet another thank you to Blog Talk Radio here on a Friday night, spontaneously bringing this episode to you to highlight it on their front page. However that is determined, whatever the formula, I'm thankful because I think that we need to start talking and listening to more voices of balance, voices that maybe you don't think exist. Well, guess what? They do. Hooray. All right. Let's see if I can get this 
radio program and draw it to a close. There's a certain... Here we go. I've gotten so carried away, I don't have the screen up. But anyway, I invite you, if you'd like to write to this show, write to info at frontierbeyondfear.com. And um, feel free to go over to that website and follow on Facebook, and I'll post the Twitter page as well. I welcome you. Um, Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see when the next time is. It could be as soon as tomorrow night. When I'm inspired, it will be. Take care, everyone. Thank you.